Welcome into the That's Good Podcast. I am your host, James Finneral, here to preview the 2023 Arnold Palmer Invitational. Before diving into this week's preview, we'll take a quick look back at last week's event, the Honda Classic, where Chris Kirk took home the victory, won on the first hole of a playoff against Eric Cole with a birdie there. It's his first win in nearly eight years. He's a player with a ton of potential. Really exciting to see him finish it off there. He is back in the field this week, and this is a place where he has had some success in the past. So we will see if Chris Kirk can keep it rolling at the Arnold Palmer, but congratulations to him. Moving along to our event for this week, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Your defending champion is Scotty Scheffler. This was part of his incredible run last season that was kickstarted by his win at the WM Phoenix Open. This is now a designated or elevated event, so there will be more big names in the field than you usually see here. The official world golf ranking has the field rating at a 391.2, so it does reflect that there are a lot more stars in the field this year than normal. It's played at Arnold Palmer's Bay Hill Club and Lodge. It's a staple on the PGA Tour, especially the Florida swing there, and a perfect buildup, in my opinion, to the Players' Championship that we have next week. The course is a par 72, 7,466 yards. Beautiful golf course here, nice and open, some really great views, but definitely a challenge. It's not usually a course where you see a ton of low numbers, especially given what can happen with the weather conditions down there in Florida. But looking at the metrics here that should play well, compared to last week at PGA National, I wouldn't put quite as much of an emphasis on accuracy. There's water in play on many holes, but it's not quite as dangerous of a course as PGA National, in my opinion. But still, definitely accurate ball strikers will play well here. Obviously, that's a metric that we use every week. But distance is definitely more emphasized this week. One of the longest courses on the Florida swing, over 7,400 yards. So it definitely helps to be long off the tee here. But also, all the par threes are pretty long at this course, falling in the range of 190 yards to 230 yards. So you want to look at players who are successful and accurate with their long irons. Those players should do well this week at this particular course. And then finally, going back to the weather here, the wind, just like a lot of other Florida courses, the wind can definitely play a factor in this tournament. The gusts are supposed to be in the teens and maybe get up to the 20s on Friday and Saturday. So this could really throw a wrench in the tournament. So you want to look at players who have a good track record at controlling their ball through the wind. It's definitely tough to measure that. It's just based on what you've seen in the past. But definitely taking that into account and even taking into account the tee times here and how it could potentially favor certain draws versus others. Moving along to the favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook. We have John Rahm, the lone favorite, at 6.5 to 1. Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy at 9 to 1. And then Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, and Patrick Cantlay all at 20 to 1. Looking at our best bet from last week, we had Shane Lowry minus 110 over Aaron Wise. This was competitive at the start, but it was sweat-free heading into the final day. I think he was up 9 or 10 shots heading into Sunday, so we could pretty much cash that ticket then. This is our third best bet hit in a row here. Tied fifth for Shane Lowry, so he was comfortably in this tournament. He wasn't really contending for the top spot, but he had a very nice showing. He's starting to play a lot better, and that's why we chose him last week. So this was nice to hit another matchup here for our third best bet in a row. Now, I have another matchup here for our best bet of the week. It is Colin Morikawa minus 120 over Justin Thomas. I still think Colin Morikawa is flying a little under the radar heading into this week. We picked him to win the Genesis after he missed the cut at the WM Phoenix Open because I felt that that was a fluke, and that was proved to be true as he came back with a tied-for-six performance at the Genesis. His ball striking has been very, very sharp, which bodes well here around Bay Hill. And always with Colin Morikawa, if he putts well or if even he putts average to the field, he can win any tournament just based on how well he can strike his irons. 
Finished tied for ninth at the Arnold Palmer in 2020. That's the last time we saw him here. But then you look at Justin Thomas. He has not played this event since 2015, where he finished tied for 49th. So we really don't know how comfortable he's going to be around this course. He could go out there and play very well, but we just don't know. He hasn't played this course in a while. It doesn't necessarily set up quite as well for him. But also I'm looking at the tee times here. JT goes off early on Thursday and late on Friday, where Morikawa goes off late on Thursday and early on Friday. I usually like the early, late tee times here in the opening two rounds, but the winds are supposed to get up into the 20s or mid-20s on Friday afternoon, which I think is going to be very tough conditions for JT to play Friday afternoon, and he's going to have extra pressure to deliver a low round on Thursday here. So I think that also gives Morikawa a little bit of an advantage in the matchup here. So we will take Colin Morikawa at minus 120 over Justin Thomas for our best bet of the week. Now, looking at our pick to win from last week, we had Sanjay M at tied for 42nd. This was definitely by far our worst pick of the week. Not happy with this one, considering that he was by far the best player in the field. He was looking pretty good on Friday, but then I saw him make a double bogey on a par 5 there and couldn't really seem to heat up over the last two days. So we'll try to do better here this week. Not a great performance there for Sanjay M or our winner pick. Now, this week's pick to win is Rory McIlroy at 9-1. to He's had two decent showings in his last two PGA events since the turn of the new year. Finished tied for 32nd at the WM and tied for 29th at the Genesis, but not really in the mix over the course of those tournaments. And we think this is where he could break through because he is an absolute stud at this tournament. He won it in 2018 and since then finished tied for 6th, tied for 5th, tied for 10th, and tied for 13th last year. He is beyond comfortable here at Bay Hill, and it makes sense because he has the length and the iron play to succeed around this golf course. So he's had two mediocre performances, but he still struck the golf ball very well. He just lost strokes on the putting green. So if that turns around, that already makes a big difference for him. And he has the opportunity here to prove that he belongs in the conversation for the best player in the world with Rom and Scheffler, who are also up there as the favorites in this golf tournament. So we are rolling with Rory McIlroy as our pick to win this week at 9-1. to one. Now, moving along to our dark horse from last week, we had Sepp Straka finish tied for fifth. This was, quite frankly, an excellent dark horse pick. He wasn't really pushing for the win in this, but a great finish for a guy who was 50-1 to one to win the golf tournament, firmly inside our top 40 baseline, all the way up to tie for fifth. And that's a really nice showing for the defending champ there. Really solid, solid performance for Sepp Straka there. Now, our dark horse for this week is a fan favorite, Ricky Fowler, 55-1. to 1. We've been seeing a bit of a resurgence from Fowler over the last few events here, playing very well inside the top 20 in his past three events. He's only missed one cut in his eight starts for the 2023 season, and his iron play has been extremely sharp and had a couple nice putting weeks. We've seen what he can do with the putter in the past, but if that can heat up this season, he could be dangerous so we like his chances to get inside that top 40 for sure. And let's see if he can push it further and even be in contention this week. So Ricky Fowler is our dark horse pick of the week here at the Arnold Palmer at 55 to 1. That just about wraps up our preview of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I will be back next week with a preview of the Players' Championship, our biggest tournament of the year yet. Can't wait for that one. Thank you guys so much, as always, for tuning in. And I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast. Mm-hmm.